Hello and welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur Club podcast. A healthy entrepreneur is someone who achieves business success whilst prioritising their physical and mental well-being. In other words, they understand the healthy hustle. They possess the ability to effectively manage their business operations, make strategic decisions and nurture their personal health and brand for sustainable growth and long-term success. episode I wanted to talk about eudaimonia. The eudaimonia is something that you may not have heard of before. Um, it's an ancient Greek philosophy. It's particularly associated to Aristotle and it often translates as flourishing or living a good life. Um, it really goes beyond the fleeting moments of happiness or pleasure and focuses on that deep sense of fulfillment and well-being. And when I learned about eudaimonia it really made me think you know this is the key to, to well-being or to entrepreneurial well-being. It's a deeper level of happiness that I think we should all be going after. You can almost translate it, or I think quite closely, to Maslow's hierarchy of needs and that self-actualization at the top of that pyramid. You know, it's according to Aristotle, it's that thing that is simply not a state of being. It's that active pursuit, but it's the happiness of that pursuit and the, 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 um, you know, the deep-rooted I guess excitement and fun and, and sense of over overwhelming well-being that you have in a well-rounded and virtuous sort of life as you're pursuing your passions um, and hopefully there's a lot of fulfillment there and you know there's a potential to live in accordance with your own values and your own virtues so I guess what I'm saying here is that it's it's really something that is beyond happiness it's not that fleeting feeling of you know I'm happy then I'm sad it, you know it's hard and, and then I'm then it's easier it's that that core belief deep inside you that you know you are at at peace with everything that's going on and of course there's there's multiple dimensions to it including things like personal growth and meaning and purpose and so i wanted to bring it to you in the form of uh, you know an entrepreneurial well-being experience and how you can use or try to achieve eudaimonia on your journey and your entrepreneurial um, challenges i guess so, you know, it's, it's super important when we're doing business and when we're working on our own projects, no matter how big you are, if you're still the founder, you know, you're still the entrepreneur at the helm of the business, it's super important to understand your purpose, you know, and, and think about the, the reason that you're here, the, the reason that you're doing what you're wanting to do and the impact that you're having. And ultimately, what's really nice to try and do is think of the legacy you're going to leave. So anyone that struggles with, you know, taking money from someone else because they're like, oh, I don't really want to take money. I'd rather just help people, um, you know, for, for free of charge or whatever. The way that I try to think about that is if you can take money, you can create impact. You know, think of it like that in the same way that some people just struggle with imposter syndrome. You know, you have got so much value within you. If you can use that value to benefit someone else and solve a problem, you know, if you think of yourself as solving a problem, you would have so much more confidence and all of these things come together to try to come towards eudaimonia. So, you know, it diff- it's very different from the traditional notions of happiness and pleasure. And the reason for that is, almost as I said there, is it's a deeper feeling. And I think as I'm speaking about this, you probably can f- understand what it is, right? You've, you've had that sense of deep happiness. For me, it could be on a you know, on an evening where you're, you're having a barbecue outside, you've got your friends and family around, you've had 
you know, a really long day, maybe, I don't know, working on the business or working on, on someone else's project. You've got that overwhelming sense of, I don't know, just happiness, pleasure, I guess. And that happens as well in business, right? So if you think about it in your business, maybe you've had a really hard year, but it's all starting to come together. Everyone around you is happy. You've got the strategies in place. You feel like it's becoming repeatable. That's when we can say you've, you've got a business, right? When you're marketing and your sales funnel and everything starts to be repeatable you know the formula and as you start to scale up you can increase that formula you can increase the the funnel size and you can make changes and understand what's going on more clearly and understand the data and you might have that that sense of happiness of almost a relief maybe you could think of it as a relief where you don't have to stress quite as much and so some of the things that i think we should cover here are how you can get to that place. And a lot of what you read in Greek philosophy will talk about personal growth and self-development. You know, you, you've got to always be working on yourself and on the business as well as in the business. And how can you do that? Well, you know, if you think about how you can work on yourself, yes, you can read. You know, you might you can read a hundred books in a year, but you're better off reading five and understanding and implementing everything you know there's so many things you could do such as meditation meditation is often regarded as the superpower you know if, if i told you to go to the gym three times a week you'd probably do it because you understand i'm probably going to lose weight i'm probably going to get a bit fitter if i told you to meditate for five minutes three times a week you probably won't do it because it takes so much willpower and, and strength to sit there close your eyes and just be in your own thoughts it's super difficult and that's why I think it's all the way through, you know, the, these philosophical history books, you see personal growth in that regard, where it's you against you and you are trying to make yourself flourish. And then one of the other things they bring in there is, is purpose. Humans have got to have purpose. You know, you see someone that this often happens when people retire, retire from a job or a business and you lose your purpose or your passion as well, to be honest. And you're, you see them sort of start to fade away. They don't have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. They don't have, um, you know, maybe their family have gone away. They're doing their other things. They don't have as much reason to get up and have a community around them. It's often the same as when people work from home. You know, you think before 2020, working from home was a really cool thing. Everyone really wanted to work from home. And actually now, when I talk to people, they really want that hybrid work set up. They want to come into the office a couple of days a week because, you know, I'm speaking on behalf of other people here, but I believe it's because coming into the office, you, you have a sense of purpose. You have a sense of, more of a sense of relevance. You can see people interact. You can see that maybe a hierarchy more, more clearly, which people like to understand. They like to understand how, how we work in a, in a pack environment. And so that sense of purpose is really powerful, powerful. So you've got purpose. You've got personal growth, i.e. you're working on yourself, whether you're in a job, an entrepreneur, you've got a massive company, or you're a solopreneur, you know. If you can work on yourself and you understand when you're flourishing, I think this is something that is much harder said than done. Sorry, easier said than done. Understanding when you're flourishing and celebrating those small wins. So quite often when we speak to entrepreneurs, they'll talk in a sort of not monotone in terms of they're boring but they're monotone in terms of they're saying things that are incredible but they're not changing the way they speak or they're they're, they're 
body language to emphasize that because they, no one is used to bigging them up and saying, wow, that's incredible. Whereas someone who's got a job, you'll notice this now, I've said this to you. Someone who's got a job, if they say, you know, I, I achieved this this week or I got this, this sale or whatever, they're, they're elevating their voice because they're like, I've been praised by my boss. You should know about this. You should know how good I am. An entrepreneur won't speak like that. They'll say, yeah, we've closed three deals this week. We've got a new marketing manager starting next week. Growth is up year on year. Because they're not expecting you, because no one else says to them, that's amazing. You know? So understanding in yourself when you're flourishing, but equally, we're happier when we're giving gifts, right? You know, at, at Christmas or in holidays or birthdays, you are happier when you give a gift to someone than when you receive a gift. We've spoken about this before in the podcast. Noticing when you're flourishing and being happy about that, being confident about that and you know, speaking about it, not in a braggy way, but just allowing yourself to have that small win. And then when other people are speaking about what they're doing and they've had a win, be sure to encourage them and, and let them know that they're flourishing as well. And those three things are super important on the way to your own entrepreneurial well-being. Purpose, personal growth, and flourishing. So some of the unique challenges that entrepreneurs face in maintaining or trying to achieve eudaimonia is that we are on this path where it's incredibly undulating. You know, we're going up and down in our emotions all the time. You know, unless you've got a business that's completely subscription-based, you still have your own issues there, but a lot of people are going after feast and famine projects. So, you know, you might have two projects come in, then nothing for six months, then another two, and then one, and you're constantly on a hunt for the next thing. And until you can make it repeatable, you know, it's a very difficult business to create sustainability out of. And so creating eudaimonia is really your own personal journey because you've got to be happy with what you're doing. You've got to work on yourself. You've got to have that deep rooted understanding that it will work. It's inevitable that it's going to work. If you put this effort in, if you give out as much as you take, you have that purpose and that personal growth. You know, another unique challenge for entrepreneurs is that you're almost doing this on your own. You know, not a lot of entrepreneurs put the effort into putting a community around them and to learning and taking from people that have done this already. Um, And I think that's a sort of a shortcut, isn't it? To taking from others or learning from others and mentors. And I think if you can start to understand that other people have already trodden a lot of the routes that you need to tread, you will understand or you'll, you'll reduce that undulating sound wave and you'll be able to keep your emotions more clear throughout. And that is, I think, that's how I believe I would achieve eudaimonia is by having that constant state where I'm, I'm not going from happy to sad, happy to sad, or stressed to, to relaxed. I'm more calm. I'm more sustained. You know, most people in a, in, a, in a job, think about a middle-level job, they're not having to go up and down on these different undulating tracks because they, they've got more security, I guess, in some regards. We've talked about this recently on the podcast, I think maybe the last episode. We spoke about security in a job versus entrepreneurship. But at least they're not being pulled all over the place emotionally as you would with, as a, being an entrepreneur. But you've got to think about eudaimonia as something that you can achieve. It's not necessarily aspirational, like self-actualization. There, you know, there's holistic approaches to entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurial success really comes from achieving the success criteria that you laid out, achieving those goals. It's really important to have those one, three, five, and 10-year or moonshot goals of where you want to be. And then ticking them off as we go and trying to understand that there is so much that you are doing right and there are so many you know, 
um, pleasures from the journey that you're currently on. And so you can think about other successful entrepreneurs and try and look at their eudaimonia and how they prioritize eudaimonia in their lives. So, you know, an example might be someone like, um, I don't know, maybe Jeff Bezos. You look at him and what he's doing now. He's obviously a, a massively successful entrepreneur, but he will prioritize himself. You know, actually a better example would be Alex Hormozzi because he prioritizes himself. You can't get a call with Alex Hormozzi until after midday. It may, be, it may even be one o'clock in the afternoon and he gets up at five. So he's worked all morning working on his own things. He's prioritized himself. It won't necessarily be on him in terms of meditation, that kind of thing. You know, in fact, I think he goes to the gym in the afternoon, but he does work on his own things in the morning. The same as we had on a guest recently, it was Sahil Mehta. He has that incredible morning routine because he knows no one's going to disturb him at that time. And he's working on himself. And then he's working on the business, but he's not allowing people to get in the way of what's going on because he understands that entrepreneurial success doesn't always have to be monetary. So money and time and health are massive elements of our success. But in amongst that is that eudaimonia, that deep happiness that you, you can feel in so many ways. And it depends who you are as a person. It might be having your family around you. It might be having you know, a, a really expensive car. But it's that deep-rooted feeling that we're going after. So some of the things we can do to try and help in, engage or enhance um, eudaimonia Cultivating a sense of purpose and aligning it with our business goals is really important. A lot of people will say, you know, find your passion and then build a business around it. That's, that's not a bad idea. But I just think if you cultivate that sense of purpose, so what are you actually trying to achieve? So for me, it's people. I want to enhance people. I want to look after people. I'm passionate about people, you know, especially when they're struggling with their health and their burnout and their stress and overwhelm, because I know where that's coming from. I know it's coming from the business issues that we can solve, but it's also coming from a, a lack of the fundamentals of looking after their body and their mind. So my purpose is to help solve those issues for people. And my business is built to do that. If you prioritize your self-care, for example, and set boundaries to avoid that burnout, that's a way that you can move towards eudaimonia. Burnout will stop and will bring you back. It sounds quite obvious why I laugh there, because of course, burnout is going to stop that deep sense of happiness. And burnout, I've got an episode coming up soon, actually, where we talk about how, how long burnout lasts for. And I won't go into it now, but it's certainly going to take you away from your eudaimonia, eudaimonia feeling. We've already mentioned nurturing personal growth through continuous learning and skill development. So the entrepreneurs that we work with, you know, it's incredible to see that you know, these, are, these are businesses that are doing 10K a month minimum, usually, on the, on the group program and the one-to-one -one support. And they are continuously looking to learn. A lot of these people, you can, you can look online, will spend between twenty dollars and $40,000 a year on learning and skill development, whether that's courses, masterminds, books, you know, whatever it might be. The most successful entrepreneurs are constantly learning and enhancing their skills. That's one of the main things they can do. And then obviously they'll be able to build, build the business around, bring the team in, people management, that kind of thing, gain investment, but they are continuously learning. Building a meaningful relationship or relationships and seeking support is a massive way you can get, uh, you, can, you can find eudaimonia. For me, I know that I'm the kind of person that I buzz from people. I, I've said this before, I'm not, I don't think I'm a massive extrovert. You know, I don't massively like to speak in front of 
hundreds and hundreds of people. I'm not a massive fan of that. I like to be out and about and I buzz from other people's energy. So, um, you know, I'd love to go and work in cafes and see people doing different things. I like to go out and I'm not the kind of person who likes to sit in all day on my laptop and work like that. I like to be around people, which is why we work with entrepreneurs in groups. And I like to go to their businesses, that kind of thing. Um, and also working with them online, you know, being able to speak to them. But it might be that for you that you like to work from home. You like to be really, you know, um, sort of isolated. That's how you buzz. You Maybe you, you buzz from being in that flow state all the time on your own. That's completely fine. Everyone is different. But building those relationships is still important. So I've said this before, I think entrepreneurial groups and clubs are incredibly powerful. Um, I went on a ski trip earlier this year to north of Italy with 40 entrepreneurs. And I've, I don't think I've ever learned so much in my life through university, through corporates, through working with other entrepreneurs. That group of people and that trip in particular, you just learn so much from these people. And I can now message you know, 39 incredibly um, successful business owners and, and entrepreneurs, talking to them about issues that I've got or issues that they've got. And that network is invaluable. And that's what you should be looking for, that network of people. And then, of course, you've got the practicing of mindfulness and incorporating gratitude. You know, writing, writing down in, in a book, I mean, now and again, you don't have to do it every day. We don't really, I don't talk about morning routines or the things that you have to do, apart from the fundamentals of, of, of health, um, because it doesn't work for everyone. But writing down, I've got a, a paperback book that I have on the coffee table, and I write on it now and again. I have a pen in it. I'll just write thoughts, ideas. I think writing is really powerful. Physically writing, not on your phone. And then mindfulness, of, of course, you've touched on uh, meditation, but you know, just going for a walk on your own, just thinking about things, just, just trying to mull things over. Think of the pros and cons, think positively, manifest. Manifesting is something that you know, I've really learned about in the last six months, and I think it's incredibly powerful to manifest things. And by manifesting, I think, I mean, you know, um, thinking something's going to happen. So if I say to you now on this podcast, uh, yellow car, just think of a yellow car. I'm sure today you'll now see a yellow car somewhere and you would have, it would have driven past you anyway, but now I've said it, you're manifesting it and you'll probably see it. Um, and so, yeah, for me, I think eudaimonia is something that I, I strive for. I think I know I can achieve, you know, I put the things in place to keep my body healthy, my mind healthy, um, the business healthy, and then other people healthy. I have my passion, I have my purpose. Um, I also know where I'm happier. So I know I'm happy in the mountains, in the forest. I know physically where I can go. I know I need to be in cafes and out and about speaking to people and looking at people and buzzing from their energy. I know where I need to be. And it's all about, I speak about it all the time, understanding your own data. Um, and I'm really excited to get our, our, our software and our app out soon because it will really help you understand your own, um, your own well-being data and actually, you know, Data-led well-being, I think, is the future. You know, we all know these things are good for us, but if you can be proven that it's going to help your business and help you, I think it's super, super important. So, yeah, I'm really excited by that. So, yeah, overall, I think my opinion is certainly that, you know, reading more about Aristotle and, and eudaimonia and, and Greek philosophy, eudaimonia is certainly a, a, a high-priority key to entrepreneurial well-being. There's so many things that are deep rooted in what you can do and how you can achieve it. And I really advise you to go and read more into it. Take this as your sort of um, your, your introduction to eudaimonia. If you haven't heard of it before, go and read some more on it. Try and understand how you can impact your own life. Um, and I think it's one of those things that 
is really empower, empowering. And it's something that we should all be striving towards. And it's those things of, you know, personal growth, purpose, purposeful um, behavior, uh, and of course, uh, flourishing. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to speaking to you soon.